Welcome to this month's Millennial Spotlight, brought to you by Lead with Intention. I'm Leslie Bosterman, Executive Coach and Lifestyle Strategist, partnering with Millennial Leaders and their managers. The purpose of these conversations with Millennial Changemakers is to deepen and extend the dialogue around how to lead with intention. This month, we're focusing on the intention of international impact and how to make a difference across borders and cultures. I'm here with Tiffany Sharp, an immigration attorney and the founder and executive director of Willow Tree Roots. It's an international NGO whose mission is to empower women in developing nations to achieve socioeconomic independence through entrepreneurship. Her current project span continues from Kenya to Peru to Nepal and back to the United States. So Tiffany's here to share more about this initiative, but also how to get involved on a broader level across the across the world. So welcome, Tiffany. We're so excited to have you. Leslie, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to talk to you today. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in this work. Yeah, so I am an immigration attorney. I have a legal specialization in international law, and I've been in the field for a little over 16 years. Um, and I've always worked in the international sense with uh, vulnerable populations, underrepresented groups. Um, periodically, I would uh, close my law practice down and go volunteer in different and oftentimes the most remote countries that I could possibly find working with women and children to help better themselves in their environment. And a few years ago, I decided to expand those efforts that I was doing on an individual basis and um, founded and created the 501c3 nonprofit called Willow Tree Roots, where we work with women in different developing countries to um, create social change through economic and social impact. Wow. So when you were called to do that, when you felt like that was kind of your next step in this work, um, tell us a little bit more about how you got started in that. So I, um, you know, I was working, I've always wanted to help women. Uh, and so I've always worked with women and children, particularly women that have been, who are survivors of domestic violence, um, trafficking in my legal work, as well as personal. And then once I became a mother, I really started to get a different sense of our connection and our impact in the world as women and as mothers in more of a global social sense. Uh, and really, I, I was called to action because I was asked to... Um, by the women in Kenya asked to actually expand upon these efforts to help them on a more continual basis. And my good friend that I was there with said, you really need to do these things on a broader sense because the impact can be huge. And, um, and so that's how Willow Tree Roots started. I, you know, I, as far as how I started just even volunteering as far, you know, I feel like it's sort of my personal obligation. Um, when you have a skill and a talent, I feel like, it's your personal responsibility to use that to help other people. And so this was just my talent that I um, had. And so I'm, I'm using it to have a greater impact uh, with, with other people, with other women and other communities and sharing how people just even in their own communities at home can have a huge global impact as well. Yeah. One of the things that I love about, both your initiative with Willow Tree Roots, but also just who you are as a person is 
it's not just about reaching across borders. It's about how are you involved locally? I know you do so much advocacy in just your, your greater community. And it, it's a testament to not only your values, but how to live in congruency with your mission. So I'd love to hear more about um, when you think about this international service and cross-cultural work that you're already heavily involved in and, and many people are curious about. Mm-hmm. They want to know, well, really, how can I make an impact? Yeah. The world is so big. Yeah. Um, talk a little bit more about it on kind of that meta level. Absolutely. You know what? The world is big, but here's the really awesome thing about the world these days is that it is it is it is glorious and it is big, but technology has made it so much smaller and we're so much co- more connected now than even we were 10 years ago when I first started doing this. Like I remember I used to go to countries and I was off grid um, until I got back into the States. There was no telecommunications infrastructure where I could check my email. I'd have to go to like internet cafes and things. um, And I couldn't even talk to family. Now, you know, we period, we routinely Skype with our project coordinators. We're all emailing, using WhatsApp, using mobile services. And so the world is huge, but it's really compacted by technology that allows us to just even in our own communities have an impact not only in our communities but have that impact reach well beyond international borders um, uh, to other countries as well so you know oftentimes I get people that say like what can I do I live in Sacramento I live in my city I've never traveled outside of the country and one, I encourage people to, to, to get a passport and travel. Um, one of the best things that you can do is just travel and see the world and understand other people's experiences. Because what you'll see is that we're not all that different. Um, no matter where you are in the world, you know, where you come from, we all have the same values. We all have the same purposes. There's a Kenyan proverb that says traveling is learning. And so traveling is, is, is a huge component of understanding the world and your surroundings and where you are, what your place is in the world and how you fit into the greater scheme of things. But even if you can't do that, there's so many things that people can do just even in their own uh, communities, their own countries that can help other people all around the world. And so that's a really huge component of this as well. Yeah, you're, I feel like you're speaking my language. I, I got a passport when I was not even two years old. And I, I told my husband when we were um, dating, said one of my life goals is to make sure I go to at least as many countries as I am years old. Yeah. So we have to keep going. You have to keep and going. Have and to I think it's going. A, yeah, and I think it's hugely important, particularly for women and young women. It's a it's a fantastic confidence booster for one. And particularly in women, you know, I do women's work. I work in women's work. I work predominantly with women for women. And the one thing that is is absolutely universally true is that women around the world have more in common than not. Um, You know, people do in general, but particularly women, um, we have so much in common that I love to see young women, women getting out in the world, actually absorbing and experiencing and seeing 
you know, that, that we're not that different. We all have the same um, hopes, dreams, fears, desires. We all want the same things out of life. And it's great for everyone. And I think it's especially fantastic for women and young women to, to get out there and really get a sense of that perspective internationally. And it builds so much capacity to, and desire and awareness Confidence, uh, Yeah, and confidence around what we need. I know when my husband and I were first married, we moved to Jordan to volunteer in local schools and people thought we were nuts. And we just thought of it as a way to give back and to build that awareness again and to have an adventure. Um, But a lot of the time we, we look at travel as just purely for leisure, entertainment or adventure. But like you said, it's so educational. It, it's something that is, is so much more formative um, right, but let's get let's get to kind of the meat of this. So when we talk about international impact, so not just going somewhere and being exposed to something, but actually doing something with it. Tell me a little bit more about trends that you've noticed among kind of this younger millennial generation. So the twenty five to thirty five year olds, um, and even the people that manage them, because I know there's a divide sometimes between international awareness among generations. So yeah, w- what are the things that you're noticing? That's a great question. So I have to, you know, I'm not a millennial. Um, I'm, <laughs> I just, I'm a, I'm, I'm, I just missed it. But I'm really excited about the millennial generation because they get it. Like they get it. They, you know, young people between the ages of 25 and 35 are raised in an age where the international boundaries and the limitations that previously made it difficult for other cultures to connect they've really fallen and again that's with technology that's just with a greater awareness um, socially and you know millennials are geniuses they're absolute geniuses and the way that that this amazing group um, this amazing generation is able to find ways it's like there's this desire to connect um, with other people and this desire to connect with other people drives innovation um, and creativity and finding ways. And so I'm really excited. I mean, it, I think this next, the, this generation, the social and international impact and developments that are going to come from this are huge because there's this mindset that there's just not this limitation. There's not a cultural limitation. There's not a border limitation. And so it's really exciting to just even understand, you know, get a sense of the pers- their perspective about how um, there's just a, an acceptance, an acceptance of everybody and where they're coming from, not trying to make them into yourself, but really enjoying the flavor and culture that that has to be offered in its in its exact uh, in its exact form. And so, what I've noticed um, from the younger, you know, this age group of twenty five to thirty five is this absolute willingness to just absorb everything and then give back in the most meaning in some of the most meaningful ways. You know, this generation is really um, interested in impacting not just themselves and their community, but, but how can they impact the world? And they, 
you know, with the technolo- technological developments that they're creating, you know, that generation is creating, it's really becoming possible to do that. Yeah, just the the engagement, I think, yeah. and the, the ability to be not only civically minded, but globally oriented. Right. I think there's yep. a lot more um, interest in traveling. And I know when I, I do career coaching for a lot of millennials, they always say, well, I really want to negotiate my, my PTO, my vacation mm-hmm. packages so I can I can get out there and I can still have this as part of my identity. And I think sometimes that's hard for their parents or their yeah. managers or others right. to get. Right. It's an like, openness. Yeah. Yeah. It's an openness uh, and, and this desire to see the world and what other people are doing because with, you know, we see it on social media, we see it on television, we see the world and this next generation is really interested in not just seeing the world, but actively engaging in the world in a global sense. And I think that is so fantastic and awesome. Um, and I'm really excited to just be able to witness what's, you know, what, what, what they're going to do, um, with this, with this knowledge that they have within themselves. So we're, we're thinking really positively right now and, and looking at the hope of this, um, what about the flip side? So are there any issues or things that you're noticing that are maybe limiting millennials with making international impact? You know, that's a good question. I, you know, social media and technology really is helpful, but it's not the end all to be all. So for example, you know, a lot of, we spend a lot of time staring at our phones, staring at our computers, and it's very easy to think that what's coming out of these devices is what the world is. And so my, you know, the flip side, um, what I'm seeing is that there's this engagement, but it's an engagement that may not be socially real. And so what I would, my suggestion would be again to like put the devices down and actually sit and talk and have like conversation, you know, like real face-to-face, person-to-person conversations, not just with people from other cultures and countries, but with like your friends, your family. I think it's easy to get detached and start in thinking that, you know, these forms of technology and social media are actually, uh, you know, they and they are the new reality, but there's something to be said for actually having coffee, tea, with somebody, you know, in a lot of these countries like Kenya, for example, um, you're never going to get anywhere unless you sit down and have a dialogue, a face-to-face dialogue, a cup of tea, cup of coffee, you share meals. It's that person to person, like actual physical interaction with people that I oftentimes see falling by the wayside um, and and having technology take the place of it. Technology is awesome. Uh, we just have to remember that we still are humans and human beings have this innate need for social connection. And without it, you know, it's difficult. Um, it's difficult to survive. So that would be my that would be my only sort of concern or, you know, with with um, the the advance of technology is that we just take a step back and re- don't forget to actually give somebody a hug <laughs> yeah. and like sit down and have like a conversation, hold someone's hand, you know, um, 
have a verbal conversation face to face. And that's how people feel seen and known. So when yeah. you, when you're sharing this, um, something that really kind of got sparked in me is how our assumptions and our expectations and our stereotypes are positively challenged when we're engaging with other people. Right. So um, I know before we moved to the Middle East, we were flooded with people's judgments and opinions mm -hmm. and our own. And when we got there, boots on the ground, you, yeah. you just, sandals on the ground, really. You yeah. look and you say, who are these, this beautiful mm -hmm. culture, these people who are very similar to us that in, right. like you mentioned before, we were so heavily connected that we didn't anticipate being um, so kind of wired in, in a developing kind of second world nation. Um, there's that, there's that space where you can get lost in what's familiar and right. it, sometimes it challenges you to say, well, what, what isn't familiar and why is that still okay? Yeah. So I, I look at that as such a benefit. And when you have your perspectives and stereotypes and assumptions challenged, and you approach that with curiosity rather than fear or criticism, the world just welcomes you. Right. Absolutely. And the best way, in my opinion, to break down a stereotype is to immerse somebody in that exact, you know, culture or situation from which their stereotype stems from. Because what you'll see is that, you know, it's, uh, there's so much more to it. And so that's why actually engaging and connecting is hugely important. Um, because it's easy to, it's easy to have that perspective get lost when you're, when you're just looking at social media, looking at the news, not actually engaging one-on-one. -on -one. It's easy to feed those stereotypes, but once you're in it, it's totally different. Um, and it's always more, fantastic and awesome than you could imagine. Like I've never gone to a country and said, wow, this is so much worse than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> um, it's always like, wow, this is amazing. I didn't realize how fantastic this is. And in finding something that surprises you or maybe is even a little uncomfortable that allows you to expand what you're capable of. Right. I think that's, that's what happens when you're you're contributing to any cause, but definitely when you're in, an, in another nation. So as we wrap up today, um, I'd love to hear a little bit more about what you're doing with Willow Tree Roots currently, um, how people can engage and get involved with this um, as just a, a great starting point. Absolutely. Thank you. So Willow, yes, we there's a lot of different ways that people can support, engage and get involved, um, particularly with our Willow Tree Roots projects. First and foremost, of course, there's our 501c3 nonprofit financial monetary donations are always um, accepted and welcome. 100% of, of everything that we receive goes straight directly to the projects. Um, and so we have very you know, low overhead. Um, also, our women in our projects are producing the most amazing artisan textile products. And 100% of those proceeds go back to the women in their projects. So as they're learning to develop these artisan design skills, they're earning money and we're teaching them how to invest, save, do their business plans, marketing, and actually use that money to continue building um, their bridge to entrepreneurship. And so a great way to support not only the women, but purchase with purpose 
and buy something beautiful for yourself or a friend or family member um, is to purchase these products that the women produce because that directly supports them. Also, we're um, eventually going to be starting a volunteer program. So we talked about actually getting out there and immersing yourself in the culture, seeing what the world's about, seeing what's out there. Our volunteer program is going to be a great opportunity to do that. You can see what the women are doing. You can work with them. You can use your skills and your knowledge base to help them. So that's a really huge like one-on-one direct impact, you know, teaching them what you know about technology and everybody has something that they know that will help these women. And so everybody, you know, no matter what your skill is, what your education is, what your background is, everybody has something that will help. So the volunteer program is going to be a great way to not only impact and help these women, but gain a fantastic cultural perspective um, for yourself as well. So those are, those are a few ways. And, And, you know, expanding the dialogue, always understanding, talking, um, We also have a, you know, we have a podcast. There's a lot of information on the website. Uh, We're actually trying to put together a fashion show at the end of the year here in in the Sacramento area that showcases the different cultural textiles that the women are creating. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of different people can come and support that, spread the word on social media. And, you know, like the most important thing is ask questions, like ask questions be open to the responses and just be open to having your own views challenge, uh, learning something, absorbing something, and then sharing that with your friends, your family, older generations, younger generations. There's always ways that people can get involved in a global sense, even if they don't actually leave the country. Beautiful. And so you can learn more about all of these things on the website, willowtreeroots.org. And Tiffany, I just wanted to thank you again for taking the time to be with us, to share so much insight and perspective. And, and I know we could talk about this for hours. Yeah, well, thank, <laughs> we thank you so much. Time. Yeah. So thank you so much. I love what you're doing. Um, I love what you're doing. I love listening to what these amazing millennials are doing. So I appreciate you. And thank you so much for giving me a, an opportunity to share. Absolutely. It's, it's definitely um, our honor to do that. So please, everyone who's listening, um, I hope you can take some inspiration away from what Tiffany shared. And at the very least, go travel somewhere new, whether it's someplace that's within the county you live in or within the state you live in um, or, or beyond borders. We just yeah. really encourage that as you get started um, making more of an impact locally and abroad. So Uh, And this month, we're focusing all around this concept of international impact. So if you visit leadwithintention.com, there's more insight and perspectives from other millennial changemakers and a lot of good um, resources on social media that we're going to put out there through Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. So stay connected with us that way and engage with other people who have a similar perspective as well. So thank you again for being with us. This is Leslie Bosterman inviting you to join the wholehearted leadership revolution as you continue leading with intention.